this episode of my podcast, I talk to a lady who is struggling with feeling like she doesn't have enough time. And this is such a great episode because it's a perfect example of the problem is not the problem. So she couldn't understand why she didn't have enough time for herself. She felt she was disorganized and she was doing something wrong. But it turns out that actually what was niggling her was something completely different. So listen in to find out what happens. So tell me a little bit about what you wanted to work on today and what's been bothering you. Well, um, I never seem to have enough time to, in the the hours of the day, I never sit down. I'm always rushing. Um, No matter how I try and organise my day so that I I can um, think that I can fit everything in, um, I always seem to just never seem to really relax I suppose okay and what does relaxing mean to you well I quite like to just to get a sit down at the end of the day with a book or magazine or television just to chill so it's evening times you want you what you need some time yeah what do your evening times currently look like oh right so I get home from work about five o'clock um then I, both my daughters are living at home at the moment, so I'll probably have a chat with one of them, find out how their day went on. Um, then I'll probably start to prepare my dinner, or I might look at my Instagram account. Um, then wash up, uh, well, eat, and wash up, and then, because I've had to prepare a sort of packed lunch thing for, for my job, because... Um, we're not allowed to use the canteen now because of COVID. Um, then I'll wash up everything I've taken in and that just sort of washing up just seems to take forever. Then I might answer a couple of texts and um, I might do some ironing, walk the dog. Um, and then I was going out uh, in the evenings, but that's sort of, you know, like Pilates or something, but that's obviously on hold at the minute. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's about it then. And then I eventually sort of go to bed about 11 o'clock. Okay. So what would you like it to look like? I'd like to um, be able to sort of finish everything by about eight o'clock. So then I can um, just relax, sit down, put my feet up. Yeah. And um, And just sort of yeah just switch off okay and does this happen every day you find that you're um busy till 11 yes okay and you say you're always rushing tell me more about that so um i get up in the morning get ready for work you know feed the dog get prepare my lunch for the Today I have my breakfast, get to work, work's really busy. Um, I tend to eat my lunch at my desk so that then I can go out for a walk uh, so I can get a bit of fresh air. But that's all rush, rush, you know. Um, And then at the weekends, I tend to sort of garden or do some housework, um, do the shopping, um, 
or I do see friends, um, probably too many because I probably think I haven't seen them in the week and I quite like to see them at the weekend. So I sort of book in quite a few. Right. Um, and, but all of that is all I'm racing from one place to the next. How important are your friends to you? Um, yeah, I do like seeing them. But I do sometimes feel that I probably have arranged too many, but I don't want to upset them if I haven't seen them. Because I sort of think, oh, well, I really enjoy seeing that person once I've seen them. But And as I haven't seen them for a while, I'll feel that I'm not valuing their friendship by meeting up with them. So you feel like um, they'll be annoyed with you or they'll be disappointed with you or something like that if you don't see them or they'll feel that you don't value. So you said you don't, you'll feel, you feel they won't value your friendship or you don't value your friendship if you arrange to meet up. Yeah, if, if I don't see them, I'll mm. think that um, they're thinking I haven't got time for them. Okay. And, um, and I know that, as I said, once I see them, I'll enjoy, I'll in, will have enjoyed it. And then it's a way of switching off because if, if I'm at home, I might just still carry on finding things to do. Yes. How do you know that they'll think that you haven't got time for them? No, I don't. I just assume that that's what they're going to think. Or I'll think, I suppose I don't want to miss out either. Okay. Sort of, um, I've got a couple of friends that meet up a lot, the two of them. And because I still see other people as well, when they've done something together that I haven't done because I've chosen to see someone else, I think, oh, I missed out there. Or I sometimes feel they're getting closer as friends, but because I'm not part of it, because I'm choosing to see other people as well, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. um, then um, then I think, oh, I, I know, oh, they're moving on, they're getting closer, and I'm not part of that friendship or oh, so much. Now, I know that we had um, a little chat yesterday and you mentioned that things were very different for you in lockdown. So tell me a yeah. little bit about what, what was happening there for you. Well, um, although I was still work, going to work, but then not every day. I was sort of working two days at home and two days in the office. There was no expectation on me. There was no, I didn't have to be anywhere apart from work. I didn't have to be anywhere at any time. I didn't have to, I could just do what, it sounds really selfish. I could just do what I wanted and I didn't have to meet anyone else's expectation and there was no pressure on me. You know, mm-hmm. I spoke to people on the telephone, but not, there wasn't this con- constant hamster wheel circuit that I seemed to be on. And it was just peaceful and relaxing. And I could just sit in the garden and read a book and, or potter in the garden. And, and it was, there was no pressure. So you say that no one put any pressure on you. Who's been putting pressure on you? Well, probably people don't put pressure on me. I maybe put the pressure on myself okay. to see people. Yeah, I probably think, I should go and see this person or, I mean, I, my mum uh, lives away from here. So I've tended to go and see her every three weeks. And although I enjoy seeing her and we have a good relationship, it's a whole weekend away. So then I come home and I've got to catch up with everything at home. So, so that I obviously couldn't go and see her. Mm-hmm. And then I have friends, like sort of some of the friends that, oh, I don't know, it was just, there's one particular person that I sort of feel I should be able to see mm-hmm. and, and probably feel guilty if I can't fit them in, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
So I'm hearing that the difference in lockdown was kind of because you couldn't go out and see people. Yeah. So, but your days and evenings, I guess, would have been the same. You still would have had to walk the dog. You still have to wash up. Yeah. Work. So what were your evenings like in lockdown? Um, yeah, I watched television. I read. Yeah. So what Did was a bit happened, of yoga. What was the main difference there in your evenings to now? I just had time. I don't know. I, I wasn't. Yeah, I just had time. I just wasn't rushing everywhere. It was just a different pace. So I'm hearing that the things, the actual nuts and bolts of living your daily life in lockdown, you still got a dog, you still got to make dinner, you still got to have packed lunch, you still go to work. And yet you had some kind of relief that you didn't feel like you were rushing and you had and you had time. Yeah, I think work was not as stressful. Okay. Because... Um, because there were yeah there was lot there was less was less work to do um because mm-hmm. of the nature of the work that I do there was some of it we couldn't do mm-hmm. so um the bits that I could do so I probably when I was working away from from home at, at the office that was yes that was at a slower pace as well but yeah and I still I was probably more organized I probably had more time to to make meals and prepare the lunches for the next day or make soups or batch cook or stuff like that so I was probably more organized in that respect okay and I think also stuff didn't matter sorry you know so like if I had to have a certain meal and I had to have certain ingredients whereas in lockdown you couldn't get that sort of stuff so you just made do with whatever you had and that was fine it's almost a bit like we have uh, too much choice is bad for us, isn't it? Like if you can choose between that and that, that makes your life a lot easier. But if you've, or, or say you've got 20 friends and you can see them all at the weekend, you know, that, that can send you into a bit of a, it, it feels more overwhelming than if you've either, and you've just got one friend or you've got, or you can't see anyone that makes life a lot easier, doesn't it? Most definitely. That's interesting, isn't it? Mm. Um, so from what you're saying, it sounds like maybe you've definitely got one friend who you feel an obligation to see at the weekends. Yeah. Okay. What do you think that they would say if they knew that you were feeling quite about how this obligation was, was feeling, was affecting you? Um, I think they'd be shocked because I don't think they realise that's how I feel. Right. And- and um hurt okay Mm. okay what things are you never late for that you never find yourself rushing for um i'm late most of the time i'm never late for a medical appointment okay um or um or a train or a bus that sort of thing I'll always be super early for for all of those. Okay. Okay. So looking forward, what would, so we talked about your ideal evening and really you'd like to be able to have all your chores done by eight o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So you have time for yourself. Um, What, what are going to be the benefits to you of, of that routine? I think that I would be, um, calmer okay less stressed um 
happier, more interesting person because I've had a chance to have read something. Mm-hmm. Um, I may, um, I mean, if I had all my jobs done by eight o'clock and, it, and in normal circumstances, then I could, I could meet a friend if I wanted to or go to a quiz or something like that without the whole run up to the whole thing being a rush and then getting home from it and then having not finished the drying up or something like that and then having to do that at the end of it so I think I would be a calmer okay so what one change could you make that would affect your level of calmness in your life well I suppose maybe more be more organized but I try and be organized and I can't that doesn't seem to work I might gain a few bit of bit of time I seems this is a recurrent thing, you know what I mean? I try and try so hard to get it to work and yet I'm obviously doing something wrong so that I don't get it to be what I want it to be in the evenings. Does that make sense? Where do you feel you're being disorganised? Um, well, I just think because everything's not slotting into place, I must be doing something wrong because other people can manage to sit down every evening and what's not slotting into place? The fact that, um, the fact that I can't achieve the thing I want to achieve. And that thing is sitting down at the end of the day. Okay. So I feel like I'm doing something wrong if I can't do that, and I can't see what I'm doing wrong. So between five and eleven, there's something you feel you're doing wrong. Yeah. And that wasn't happening in lockdown? No. Okay, okay. What was going right between 5 and 8pm in lockdown? Um, I had probably... Um, oh, well, I'd managed to eat earlier and tidy up. And, um, yeah, and, and I'd had more time to... Well, either I didn't care whether the house was a mess or... Um, whether I got the garden finished or whether I had so much time because I wasn't working so much to do it. Maybe it's time management that's the problem. I, I'm just really curious to, to know why now you feel like your evenings aren't... Because to me, what I'm hearing is that you're a very organised person. You cook dinner every night, you wash up, you make uh, pack lunch every day. It sounds like you're making, you know, lovely, hearty food for yourself. You're running a house, you're looking after pets. Um, you know, you're ironing and doing the garden. You know, that's, that's a lot of stuff. So mm. I'm wondering if there's something at some level that, because you said maybe I don't care about the house being a mess. And I think that that's a valid point that when we do feel calmer, things don't bother us but when we're stressed things trigger us and you know you can't you can't like personally I can't deal with sort of lots of noise if I'm feeling stressed or or clutter irritates me but as you say you know perhaps it didn't bother you and I'm wondering if there was some level of calmness that made it just all feel easier whereas now there's there's overwhelm there's a bit more stress and well you you mentioned several times expectations yeah that you've got expectations on you so those expectations are what's changed perhaps yeah no you're right yeah 
Yeah, because there wasn't there there were no expectations in lockdown, so I didn't have to fit people in or, um, yeah, or or please everybody else or please other people. Because you still ate every day and you still washed up every day and walked your dog every day and went to work yeah. every day. Yeah, yeah. So you didn't have to fit people in. So now you feel like you have to fit people in. Yeah. Well. And, yeah. Yes. And you feel like now you have to please everybody else. Mm. What you said. Yeah, in a way. Although I don't think they would see it like that. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it's something that you feel you have to do. Yeah. And that wasn't there before when you felt calmer and you had your you had your precious uh, sit down, watch telly, time for yourself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what could you change about this feeling of having to fit people in? Um, well, I either stop seeing everybody or, um, which I don't really want to do, or um, I don't know whether I just have a sort of schedule where I just see one person a week. So you say you could stop seeing everybody, stop seeing everybody. No, I wouldn't really want to do that can you think of some people that perhaps you could stop seeing um or maybe limit well yes i could i could yeah i could i could do that i could say i can't see you this weekend and i'm not going to ask you for their name but is that have you got some have you got one person that's at the front of your mind that you're thinking of um yes and what, what? i i have cut down on how I how often I see them but um yeah I do find that I do find it difficult to to say I can't see you because I feel guilty is it because who's initiating the 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 meetups um I think it's a bit of both sometimes I might say about meeting up because I feel guilty because I haven't seen them and how does that guilt affect you it was not great it's not a lovely feeling at all because then you sometimes think I don't really want to meet up. I'd rather see someone else or I'd rather go out and do some exercise. Okay. So that's interesting, isn't it? You, sometimes you feel you meet up with someone because you, you, you feel you ought to, and you'll feel bad and guilty if you don't, but really you'd rather meet up with someone else or do some exercise. Yeah. And have some time for yourself so if your weekends didn't have that uh guilt or that feeling or that expectation of i've got to meet up with you I, I, you'll, you'll think badly of me if i don't what would your weekends look like if you just didn't have that feeling and you could do whatever you like much less stressful okay okay and how how would that affect your weekday evenings do you think do you think that would make any difference well i suppose it would give me the time to um, do something that I was doing in the evening, ironing, maybe, of a weekend. Okay. So what do you think you could change about what's happening now to make your weekends feel much less stressful? Maybe I've just got to be honest about how I feel. Okay. And how would you do that? Well, that wouldn't be particularly easy, but it would. I'd have to just um, say you know, that I 
I can't see you this weekend. What would happen if you said that? Well, I don't think they'd be particularly happy. Okay. And if they weren't particularly happy, then what would happen? Well, I suppose there's going to come a point where I'm going to have to... What's the point then in me seeing them just because it will make them happy? Because it's not making me happy. So, yeah. Okay. So... Again, are you thinking of, is there just one person here that you're thinking of or a couple or? No, it's just one. Okay. So, so what you could do to make your weekends less stressful and to get that precious time back and to have the knock on effect of your evenings is you could be honest about how you feel and say, I can't see you this weekend. Okay. Yeah. That would be a really brave thing to do. Mm. What would be good about that for you? Well, hopefully then the guilt would go if you're honest you're not being guilty you're, you shouldn't if you're being honest then um well i would prefer that if someone if it was the other way around i would prefer someone was honest with me so yes it will hopefully it would get rid of the guilt because you're doing you're being truthful it would be a tremendously kind thing to do to yourself mm. because you would be putting your needs and your life above their happiness and as you said how would you feel if you were meeting up with someone and they were coming to see you just because they felt they felt they they ought to yeah really you wouldn't want that would you no no I wouldn't definitely no definitely mm. so will you have an opportunity to do this soon yes I would be able to okay and how do you think you would do that do you do that by text message or on the phone or no i would do it face to face would you okay okay and um, and what how would you say it um something like i'm feeling a bit overwhelmed with everything at the moment with the pressures of work and um and then and trying to juggle everything and you know i would probably just quite like to sort of not meet up this weekend sounds easy to, <laughs> easy when you're talking like this but yeah yeah the thing about having difficult comfort conversations is that for most of us they feel absolutely excruciating and terrifying but they are often the only way or, or one of the really important ways that we can grow like you can off what's on the other side of that conversation is 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 gold you know is your peace is your happiness and you know reducing your stress level so it mm. might take some bravery and i would practice it as well if i were you okay what happens if you what happens if you don't do this well i'm going to carry on on this little hamster wheel and probably make myself poorly exactly exactly and how important is is being well to you very it's it's really important isn't it mm, yeah 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 okay so um so you know that we don't say i can't when you're telling someone no mm -hmm. yeah um because that's when you say i can't meet up with you this weekend that's just saying i'd really love to but this has got in the way and you need to um not feel that you need to make lots of excuses either okay 
and it sounds like what you've said is really great you know you're, you've put your case you've said how you're feeling and and that and that how it's going to benefit you you need to have some time some space and that's that's why you don't want to meet up yeah and do you what if this person says but what about okay what about next weekend how do you feel about that well i'm probably gonna have to say just can i see how the week pans out because otherwise it's a pressure isn't it that's there mm -hmm. and when they say on thursday or whatever okay so how's your week panned out do you want to meet up this weekend yeah I don't feel I could do it two weeks on the trot. Okay. So, and how much would you enjoy meeting up with that person after two weeks break? Well, whatever? I do enjoy their company. So, um, I suppose it would just be interesting to see if you've had a break like that, how you would feel when you did meet up. Yeah. See how you feel. Mm. Yeah. You might find that that meeting up once a month or whatever is great for you. You might find that that's still not great for you. Yeah. But you, we don't know that yet, do we? Because you've not. No. no, no, no. Apart from in lockdown. Yes. Okay. And then I spoke to them on the phone every week. So it was fine still. And you're, ha you're happy talking on the phone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because it, yeah. Yes. All right. Okay. So, um, so what, what, what do you want to do moving forward? What's going to be your action after this session? What are you going to do? Um, what, with my... With this person? Well, so we've talked about ways that you can uh, increase the calmness in your life and get off the hamster wheel. And the one thing that's come up is, is this pressure to meet up. And we've identified that it's, it's really one person that you're feeling this guilt about seeing and want you know and feel like you have to meet up but actually what you really want is some time back at the weekend yeah so you're going to be honest with them yeah okay when are you going to do that um this weekend yeah on saturday or sunday um possibly on sunday okay and face to face yeah and do you, what do you feel um, that you might need to do personally to prepare for that? Oh, I'm going to have to practice, practice what I'm going to say and, and then try and be strong and not be persuaded differently. What's going to help you? Um, what's going to help you stay strong? Um, well, just knowing that afterwards i will have i'll feel better i'll have gained a bit of time yeah and and it's a step up towards stepping off the hamster wheel yeah mm. yeah if the other person is upset you can still be kind to them and be there for them yeah but putting yourself first is quite important i think well yes after everything that you know, all the things that you want from your life, that the just the time, the not rushing. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, I would, I really want to know when you've done this. Okay. Would you be able to send me an email or a text or a message or something to let me know? Yeah, of course. And how it's gone. Yeah. Yes, I will. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. All right.
right so i will hear from you when you've done that yep i will send you a message and you can let me know how you feel all right one thing so just at the end of the session i might if i've got any recommendations or anything that i think might help i might mention them here so are you familiar with eft tapping um i've been um yeah someone's mentioned it to me but i've never done it okay all right that might help you in terms of like in the lead up to it if you have any um worrying thoughts like um, I'm worried that they're going to be angry with me or uh, I feel so guilty about this. You know, some of those things that our inner critics tell us, you can tap on those phrases. Okay. If you like, you have to do a bit, if, you, if you're not familiar with tapping, um, you have to do a bit of Googling. Um, okay. Or I can send you, uh, there's an app called the Tapping Solution, which is really, really good and talks you through all the points. It's just tapping on acupressure points on your face and on your body just to get those negative feelings and thoughts out. And also journaling, one of my favourite things. Okay. Yeah. Just talk. I always think journaling. I think, oh, it's another thing I have to fit in. Yes, yes. Well, it, yes. The thing about journaling is that it's, it's worth it <laughs> um, and yeah. it gives you such clarity as well I mean ta not everything works for everyone and you know the last thing I want to do is give you a whole list of things to do that will make you feel more overwhelmed um, but I also want to make it easier for you when on Sunday when you know you it's it's, it's going to be quite a brave thing to do um, yeah. but I think that it's it's an it's for yourself it's an amazing act of self-kindness to put yourself first mm -hmm. 